0: Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Dream Team Podcast. My name is Jonathan Gordon. I'm, as always on this episode, joined by my co-hosts, Raph and Emmanuel. We have a little bit of audio issues with Raf's dog popping up a few times, but it's nothing that we can't get through. And I hope you still enjoy the podcast. I hope you still enjoy the conversation. We'll jump right into it after we get the business out of the way. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, uh, you can do so on Spotify and iTunes. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review. That really helps us move up in the algorithm. And if you want to talk with us during the normal week when we're not doing a podcast, you can join the Facebook group by going to group, searching the dream team. And currently, you'll see an image of Shaq being guarded by Akim Olajuwon. Just click join, we'll accept you, and you can start talking with the hosts, with our friends, and everyone else to join the group. It's a great basketball conversation, just like you're about to hear now, after this.
1: Did you watch that, uh, ESPN had that thing about basketball last year? And yes. The, and that was yeah, the yeah. episode I in the 70s episode, I'm telling you.
0: Well, and, and in Bill Simmons' book of basketball, like he has a whole like paragraph about the cocaine era. And...
1: The cocaine
0: era, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah,
1: you know? yeah it's crazy. Yeah, the cocaine era of the 70s.
0: You just. You... I
1: just wanted to show it
0: something. We we hear the names from like that era and stuff, and like we know the names from that era, but like you just you don't know until you like read up on the that like a lot of those guys are playing like coked up all the time.
1: Well, that's the era that uh, almost put the NBA out of business. And that's the, you know, I mean, this is one of the reasons why people always like mention Kareem and like you got to put him in there. Because he was by far the best player in the 70s. Yes. But it's an era that I totally forgotten. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like he won like five MVPs in the 70s.
0: And I remember watching documentaries about uh, the ABA at that time. Yeah. And how, and how the ABA was even, like, worse with coke.
1: Of course, man. Did, um, okay. Rob Lowe has a podcast called, uh, literally, right? No, actually, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast, not literally. the And he was talking about cocaine in the 80s, how, like, how cocaine was just, like, drinking wine. And it wasn't until, like, Len Bias died that people took it serious.
0: Yeah, yeah. But we had a uh, we had a team here in Virginia, and they played in uh, Norfolk.
1: Virginia's
0: Yeah, yeah, and and apparently, like our team, our team was like the Coke hookup. Because I watched the documentary in the ABA, and like our team was like the Coke hookup. So, like teams, like general managers and co- coaches in the ABA knew that if their team was like playing in Norfolk. That, like, that was when they, like, so apparently, like, the stats would be, like, great leading up to this, to the them playing Norfolk.
2: hmm
0: And then, like, the week after that, like, their stats would be all over the place because they got their co-cooked up.
1: So it's kind of like how when they say if you're on a road trip to Miami, you're going to lose that afternoon game. Yeah. That, Miami is undefeated, as they say. <laughs> or, or LA or Toronto. Not so much Houston, even though Houston has like, some of the best strippers. That's why James Harden has his jersey.
0: <laughs> the gold club.
1: The gold club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, James Harden has a jersey retired in that fucking strip club. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, that plays right into exactly what we were going to start talking about, which is Orlando. And apparently, like, the NBA players can find trouble wherever they go. So,
1: you think it was Kuzma? Who
0: else? I think it was from – who was the player the other day uh, where – that went out for was, food? Yeah, uh, Rashawn Holmes went out for food. So, apparently, his yeah. was just, I, just tired of eating the food in the bubble, went out for some takeout. Thought he was going to be smart and sneak back in. Didn't happen. So he's now out for ten days. A lot of guys. It was. It wasn't just like. Apparently, it's. It's a lot of the younger guys who just decided, hey, we're going to try to like break the rules, either to sneak out to go to a club, get food, try to sneak girls in. Like apparently, like there's a lot of the guys, younger guys, not taking it seriously.
1: So me and you on Facebook was it either yesterday or the other day? Talking about look man, these dudes in there. Please there's realistically only four teams that can win. So if you're like one right. of these do-nothing teams, and like, honestly, no one's really going to take this title that serious. Like, it's gonna be- no,
0: and Rashawn Holmes is on Sacramento.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we all knew this was going to happen.
0: Sacramento already had half their talent test positive for COVID. And now, Rashawn Holmes is on the team. And... No one expects Sacramento to even like make the playoffs.
1: Um, but, what are they got? Like an outside chance?
0: That yeah, they're in that outside chance, but they're even below uh Portland and uh New and the, the Pelicans. So oh, they're wow. not exactly expected to to do anything.
1: And then like Brooklyn and. Look, you can't blame these guys. Like they we've all been locked up for like four months. These guys are in their twenties and if you're not gonna win anything, what the fuck are you kidding? Like only LeBron and Well, it seems like only really LeBron cares.
0: No, and the thing is is like it's like my it's it's like my guidance counselor told me in high in high school. You hang around people who have the same interests as you, who have the same amount to lose as you. Yeah. And right now you don't have that in the bubble. You have teams like the Lakers and teams like the Clippers, uh, the Bucks, who are in the mind frame of, we're getting our bodies ready, we're going to go for this push because we're going to try to win a title. And then you have a lot of guys in there who are probably using this as like uh, an extension of the college experience. A lot of those young guys like this is like dorm room time.
1: And then there's guys like Ed Harris who are like, look, Dwight Howard has a bench I need my money. So they're guys yeah. probably want to be there, but they got him.
0: Oh, sure. And so, I mean, you you have guys who could screw this up for everybody, theoretically, if they decide to get away with sneaking out and they bring in COVID, and now we have to shut the whole thing down. Which is why I said it all along, just, it should, there should be a cutoff and it's either we're going to take the top eight teams, top four teams, just top two teams. But, Limited to teams who have stuff to lose, who are here for winning a title.
1: I think you might have to send them into a, a his phone. Uh, yeah. Um, let me. Keep talking. Okay. Yeah. So, did you see the thing where? So we got Harden. We got a Westbrook who tested positive. Yeah,
0: and they should be ready by the se- by the time the season starts.
1: And they but left. they're not going.
0: But but they're not yeah. going to have the same amount of training either. Yeah,
1: but you like see, are not going to have. You see, Westbrook. Yeah, they don't. They don't look like they need any more training. Those guys. Carter is amazing.
0: And we saw uh, yesterday Jamal Murray uh, make make an assertion that certain players might be using steroids. They they might be doing something to cheat.
1: Well, that's a guy who's clearly like, look, man. We've been home for, like, we've been home for four months, right? And yeah. we're, not, we're not athletes. These guys can put on, like, 20,000 four months at home gyms with, like, training online.
0: And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's called Jamal Murray was probably uh, catching up on Netflix and eating, eating Cheetos and then showed up to camp, probably out of shape, saw the pictures of Zion and LeBron and was like, wait a minute, what the hell?
1: What is the the guy on his team, Jokic?
0: You see how Jokic Jokic, look? Jokic looks like he went on like a vegetarian diet or something. He looked he looked in shape.
1: Jokic looks like he's trying to get somebody to pipe. I bet you it was Jokic calling.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the other thing. That's the, other, the the So Kelly Oubre posted a thing about like how uh, he was he anybody who wanted to to go outside of the uh, gates, past security, and pick up meals after the Rashawn Holmes thing. He's like, I'll pay for the meals if you pick them up.
1: Kelly Oubre, who's a legendary uh, LA of nightlife God.
0: So Kelly Oubre is basically like telling. Well, so apparently Kelly Oubre was doing it. Is like, hey, if you go pick up meals, I'll I'll pay for them. And then the idea was that like he would snitch on whoever was going to get those meals. So he's trying to get that. T- he's 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 trying to get Phoenix in the playoffs by getting these some of these guys thrown out.
1: What's that, guys? Kelly Oubre. Is he on a contract here? He signed for two years, right? Uh,
0: he yeah, he got the he got the rookie like the rookie extension, the the his first fourth and fifth year here.
1: And he's been playing like people who because nobody pays attention. He's been really having a good. Was he having like seventeen points?
0: Yeah, he's arguably their second best scorer.
1: So Kelly Oubre, he's probably one of these guys. Because he hasn't proved anything yet. Like me and you, on Facebook,
0: always had like a Kelly Oubre. I felt that with him, the way that you felt about, and I'm not saying he's Kobe, but the way you, your Kobe, Eddie Jones thing, that's how I felt about Kelly Oubre. Because Porter would be blocking his minutes.
1: I totally could understand him. And I think that the reason that they had to do that is because they were playing Otto Porter an exorbitant amount of money.
0: Yeah, um, see, yeah, yeah, you're you're very invested in Otto Porter. You need to put him on the court.
1: I think they. Why do you think they traded? Is it just bad general?
0: Because
1: he's having a very good. He was having a good second half last year, and he's having a good year this. Year. He's having a good year this year.
0: So the reason that they traded Kelly Oubre is basically because uh, they knew that they couldn't afford him. They mm-hmm. they weren't going to be able to extend him. So okay. they had to get something. So it was either let him at the end of the season walk for nothing. Or for
1: him, Trevor Ariza?
0: Yeah, that's it. That, I mean, they might as well have kept him. But yeah, that's all they got was Trevor Ariza for like this, like mid- this playoff push that might have happened. And it didn't end up meaning anything. I think they probably should have uh, held on to him and, you know, extended him, gone a little over the cap, and then just uh, uh, traded him in the off season. But that's not how Washington does things. Like, they don't go over the cap, really, unless they have to. And that
1: was bad Ernie Grunfeld, general manager, before
0: got fired. Yeah, and then they ended up trading Porter anyway.
1: And then we have a Zion who had to leave because of uh, I think it was a family emergency. They said, "Yeah." And,
0: and so th- he'll he'll be allowed back in. He'll uh, be allowed back. Yeah. And
1: then, um, well, did you see the thing that even with like the four months off and stuff, Kawhi Leonard's still going to need love management. <laughs> I didn't see that. I posted that in a group yesterday so like it said even with the four
0: months of Kawhi Leonard we'll still need management alright so it seems like Emmanuel and Raf are on mute or somehow got lost we'll end the podcast there uh, thank you guys for listening if you guys have a chance to subscribe uh, to the podcast either through Spotify through uh, iTunes please do so that really helps us out and if you, get a, if you really like the show, please take time to leave a review. That always helps us get boosted in the algorithms so that people see us. And if you want to join the group, go to Facebook, go to groups and search the Dream Team.
1: Emmanuel, did you see the thing about Kawhi Leonard saying he's going to need load management even in a bubble?
2: Yeah. yeah. So
1: do you think he has a Brandon Roy type injury that we're not going to find out about?
2: No, no. I think it's okay. just that's the way he wants to
0: play. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, if he had a Brandon royalist type injury, like he wouldn't have been able to do what he did last last yeah. postseason. Like he he was special when he was playing. I think I think it's just like Emmanuel said. I think this is just how he wants to do things.
2: Okay. Yeah. I think I think I mean, he he's realized like, this I, I, is what works. And you know, yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm giving
0: up winning MVPs. I'm gonna because I'm gonna be sitting some more games than people would like, Uh, but I'm gonna play for the games that I need to play. I'm gonna get us in the playoffs, and then I'm gonna show up in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I think he realizes, you know, you you get banged up a lot during the playoffs, and. You know, you don't want that freak injury to happen, you know, and you can only get up for so many games during the eighty two season when they just don't matter. I think mm-hmm. that, that kinda helped with uh Golden State. That kinda that was one of the things Steve Kerr always talked about is after, you know, going back and forth for five years, the regular season just is just a drag when you constantly mm-hmm. go to the finals every year or you constantly go deep in the playoffs every year. Regular season is just like an afterthought. It's like, why would we even care about it necessarily? We, we know we got the, you know, tools to make it to a certain point. Let's just, you, you almost want to just start from that point and see how you do every year. Forget the regular season. So I think that's one of the ways he looks at it as if, you know, we play a certain amount of games in the, in the season and then we go from there and once, you know, even in the playoffs, first and second round, is kind of treated kind of like the season. Not as much, but in a lighter sense where, you know, again, the end goal is winning the championship. So, the first round, obviously, the top, you know, Clippers or last year he's with Toronto, they top seed then. He probably was like, we're top seed, so most likely we're going to you know, beat whoever we meet in the first round and then uh, I know last year they got Philly and it. Or no, they got, or they got Milwaukee. They started off no, last year with the Magic Philly. and then
1: Philly. Yeah, they got and then Philly. Milwaukee. And yeah, then
2: they got uh, Philly.
1: the Warriors, yeah.
2: With Philly, he got hurt. And so I think you look at it like that, too, from that standpoint is, you know, kind of playing all those games in that second round, he got hurt. And he got to kind of go through the pain. And maybe it's just preparing itself So if it happens again like that, he'll be more prepared to kind of push it through to the end like he did last year.
1: Well, this they they also interviewed Paul George and he said he feels healthier than he's felt in years. So hopefully like Paul George will be able to pick up the slack. And then Lou Williams will be there. I think who's out? Is it Landry Shamet? Is that just
0: Shamet for them. Okay. Which which hurts their shooting a little bit, but it shouldn't be a big deal. Which uh, they got one of the Morris twins. You got one of the Morris twins. Those guys mm-hmm. can shoot from the power forward and small forward positions. So
1: yeah. And um, yeah. I think we were talking about uh, before you got on Emmanuel. We're talking about uh, people like trying to leave the bubble and stuff, and the players that tested positive, and people trying to bring in Instagram models. You want to talk about that before we? Cause I was accusing Kuzman. He was saying it was other people. Oh, um, I, I just joking. want the whole. I was joking. Go ahead, man. I just want the whole. Oh, I just want the whole. Oh, they
2: should cancel the season to kind of stop. I mean, we 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 already here now. Ain't no canceling because one so and so got
1: tested for positive. Well, they're not going to cancel it's the just, season because it's too much money,
2: right? And it's, it's other factors that play, too. That's why it's 22 teams in this bubble because essentially the plan was to try to get all the teams, but uh, everybody didn't necessarily agree with that, so they got as many teams as possible because you only make so much money, and and what they make this year affects next year, and that also affects that following year going back to what we talked about with Giannis. He might not have a choice but to resound with Milwaukee because – that cap, <laughs> that cap ain't going up as it should have went. Probably the way it's looking this year and next year, that cap probably not going up. So he might not have uh, any other choice but to play, but to resign with Milwaukee just because of the way the cap is structured and how other teams like Golden State and the Lakers are structured. Even if they plan, you know, the Lakers plan on resigning LeBron and AD. And last time I checked, neither one of them is trying to sign for the veteran minimum. So the cap is planning on going down this upcoming season, and it probably will not go up that further or the following season, or what's going to happen is the cap will slightly go up to, I think it's like 109 this year. It'll probably go to like 112 this year and guys will have to, sign like Anthony like uh Winhorse used the example like uh Anthony Xavier signed for like thirty thirty two mil a year or whatever, but he, he gets signed that contract but they end up taking more out of his check because of uh how the rights and how they uh the profit share works and everything just because it's not enough income
1: to go. Was around. that on the most recent pop was that on the most recent Winhorse? Oh. I'm sorry that
2: no, that was like last week okay, talking about other stuff too, but it's just like these things matter in the going season, and we kind of at this point where we can't really cancel the season, so i it just that's that just keeps irritating me that people keep saying that as if that's a choice at this point,
0: well, it, they still can not like cancel a month ago season. you could say that right a I month mean, they, ago, they, they you could s- probably say that. They they can still cancel it at any point, and they will if it gets to the, to the point where too many people are getting sick. And I think that's where a lot of the veteran players are upset with these guys sneaking out out and trying to push the bubble because right all it takes all it takes is one idiot or to to get through security. Like say Stone Holmes went out for takeout and he got COVID. He snuck back in and didn't get caught by yeah. security guard. And now right. all of a sudden he's giving it. He's walking around practices giving everybody COVID.
2: Yeah, and uh, what you call it? Uh, it was, I was seeing uh, the other day. I heard um, who was it? Uh, well, Rashawn Mc, Rashawn Holmes or the Postmates or whatever, and he broke yeah. broke uh, the
0: Holmes thing. And time. then
2: yeah. uh, Br- Br- Bruno Bruno uh, Caboclo, he Caboclo, broke.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, he broke. Just by going downstairs and asking for more food, he broke quarantine. Mm. He broke the because he's supposed to stay in your room for like 24 hours uh, without leaving or whatever. So he broke the he broke the seal just by going downstairs and asking for food. So I mean, like I like I've been saying, it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen to a point where you know one or two people here and there test for positive. Uh, so like right now, they test like three three hundred or something tests and only like two yeah. of them, two or three of them came back positive. So
0: yeah,
2: as all things considered, we looking pretty good right now. And, and yeah, obviously,
0: like, like you, you said a few weeks ago, like yeah. once the bubble starts and they've got yeah. everybody in the bubble, theoretically, no one's going to get it if they all stay in the bubble.
2: Right. And so that's, that's the next focus. It's not about whether, you know, the season, if the season going to start or, so and so got tested. So let's cancel the season. We we kind of at a point where it, we at the point of no return, as they say. Where it, it, we only so is 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 a point, and we getting to that point where the season is just gonna happen
1: because it has to happen. Like well, the season's gonna happen because it has to happen. Even if right. like a bunch of dudes get sick, they'll just sign dudes off the street and bring in Gili because we all right. know they they need the money for the. TV contract and for this player's contract and everything, they're not going right. to leave that money on the table. We all know that,
2: right? So I just want that that talk to like kind of cease because it, it just gets annoying. Like <laughs> we we can't get we can't do that. We we at a point of no return now.
0: Now I think we're at the point where it's what are we going to consider this season? Like, is it going to be where? five or six players off of each team is, are having COVID and we don't even consider this kind of like a real season or, you know.
2: I think at that point we, we probably need to reassess, but I don't see it coming to that point. I think that's a dramatic, dramatic, drastic point. I don't, I don't see, you know, five guys or so the way it's looking I don't see it being that dramatic. Maybe like one or two guys on the team test. Kinda how it was uh when the season stopped when it was like Rudy and then it was uh who was it? It was uh it was somebody else tested and I think um later on they had it where uh uh, uh the Donovan Mitchell tested positive. So it was like boom, 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 yeah. not all at once. So I think maybe that'll happen where, you know, one or two people test positive and then because the virus obviously spread. So, you know, so-and-so tests this week and then maybe a couple weeks, some other people on the team might test and then they start Both. testing more and more.
0: What we're seeing right now, is kind of like I was telling Raph, like my high school guidance counselor sat us down and said, you know, in life, you want to surround yourself with people who have the same goals and the same amount of stuff to lose as you. And the problem with the bubble is you have teams like Sacramento in, you have teams like the Nets in, you have teams like Washington in, who have nothing to lose by sneaking out of the bubble. Like Rashawn Holmes on on Sacramento, he's probably thinking, you know, if I get kicked out of the bubble, if like what does it matter to me? Yeah. I mean, and then you have and then you have veteran players who are playing on these top teams, who are thinking, "I want to be in shape. I want to I want to get in shape. I want to be ready for the season because I'm going for a ring." Yeah, I mean, this I know you you guys
2: always joke about like so and so got Instagram models and then the a model, yeah, or so and so you know, and then somebody like uh, it was an Instagram model came out and said like so and so asked me to <laughs> reach out for the bubble to come to the bubble whatever.
1: It was we like, all knew that. We
2: all knew that. yeah, yeah. We all knew I mean, but but I think that's a, I think that's a minority for the most part because this guys like uh, like Damian Lillard, you know he he ain't really he, he brought a recording studio, so I don't think he really care about Instagram. <laughs> well, no, I think that
0: I think it's definitely like the guys under like twenty eight and the guys yeah. like over twenty eight. It's like a whole different goal of this bubble.
1: It's, it's a thing of. Younger guys, and then guys who are on bad teams. Yeah, two different worlds. Yeah,
0: it was like that one guy who was like all dressed up in the photo, and he was like ready to go.
1: Yeah, that was a Laker, Quinn. Um, Quinn Cook, and then James going, bro. He's like going to the lobby.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think I think with them, you know, so and so. I think the, I think that part kind of get blown over too, because that's like I know a lot of kids, a lot of guys just probably gonna sit in their room and just like play the game or something. I know obviously that's gonna get boring after so many days. You, you know what's
1: gonna happen, right, Emmanuel? You know what's, what's gonna that? happen. They are gonna knock on Rachel door and Malika and Andrews' door, like Yo, you up? <laughs> 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 are
2: they gonna be there though? I don't know if yeah. they're gonna actually yeah. be <laughs> no, they there. there. No, Rachel's
1: there. Oh, okay. They, Rachel Nichols is there. Malika and Andrews is there. Well, I know Malika's
2: there because she's been the one reporting everything. Yeah, Chris has been there Ann's since like there. July.
1: Yeah, Chris yeah. has
2: been there for a minute. He was, uh, he was complaining about it on Bill Simmons the other night. Yeah, yeah. He said he'd been there since the first because he was like yeah. trying to get the at like the eighth or something. And it's like, no, you got to come now.
1: <laughs> it's going to be one of them late nights. They're going to be up like, damn, Rachel Nichols looking good right now. <laughs> exactly. Good. I don't know. Who you, guys
2: are, you know, reporters are. You just gotta, just gotta stay focused, man. Just gotta try to stay focused. Try to, try to think about ba- baseball and basketball.
1: Those dudes are gonna be like, man. Those dudes are on bad teams. Like I'm just here to get my check, and then once this is over, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Malika, they all gonna be knocking on. She's the only one I know who's there. That's why I'm picking her. They're gonna all be knocking on Malika.
0: Andy. Well, we know Rachel Nichols is there because she got busted today. She got busted
1: doing what? Recording or something? Or what was it? So
0: so so apparently the recording was someone recorded her. Okay. Oh like they were over, they were eavesdropping on her uh conversation and they recorded her saying things that were anti-ESPN and apparently showed her to not be a very strong ally. Now reading that in this time frame it means she probably said some things that weren't very woke.
2: Oh, okay. Or she said some,
1: some, somewhere racist.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Well you know she doesn't want to be there? Like she's in her thirties or forties. She has kids, but like she's yeah, to there.
0: she's so easily like, in her forties. She's not in her thirties.
1: She's she's in her forties or something, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. She probably doesn't want to be there. She felt like fucking ESPN is sending me here. They're fucking pulling Mike Golick off a of TV. <laughs> the hell are they doing? <laughs>
0: And no, she can't leave the bubble either.
1: Yeah. No, they they can't leave the bubble. Is Maria Taylor there? Wait, because they're are they doing this? No, they're not doing the shows from there. Because I don't think the TNT guys are doing their shows from the bubble. No. Okay, so I yeah, ESPN the, the they, they ain't doing that.
0: So no, oh, I think they, they just I think they just have Rachel in the bubble so they can do like these like long form interviews.
1: Yeah. She didn't sign up for that, or Rachel Nichols. No.
2: I think so. she'll probably I think she'll probably like do the show there, but everybody that's like all the guys or whatever that's usually on the show will be reporting in from like a different location or whatever.
1: She's probably like this is why Michelle Beal got fired.
0: <laughs> so she probably just she probably just said some shit about ESPN and like
1: Well a lot of people are mad at ESPN.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't blame her if it was about ESPN. Yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of the ESPN employees are mad at them for like what they've been doing. Like they've been shuffling lineups, cutting pay. I don't know what's going on because everybody is messed up because of the
2: COVID. All the money. What, is we are getting around that time for ESPN where they randomly decide we need to, to cut payroll. Yeah,
1: they randomly decide, oh, we need to cut people because that's what happened to Beatle last year. We were all watching the finals. Was it last year's final or the year before's final? Well, she was on yeah. last year's finals,
0: right? She, was like, yeah. she she was on last year's finals. She got cut like af, right after last year's finals.
1: Right after last year's finals, she was hosting last year's finals. Then right after last year's finals, we were messing with each other like, "Yo, she got she got cut."
2: Well, is she cut or is she just not on TV?
1: No, they so have to she, pay out her contract. They have to pay out her contract. So she's sitting on getting
2: paid. That's why So, yes, yeah,
0: so she she actively left uh, the morning show on her own. Like yeah, she yeah. she quit that, and then the NBA show they cut her. Right, they decided they decided to go a different route with the NBA show because she didn't want to. Because she
1: was on um, ESPN in LA at like four thirty. She no four o'clock. She had that Sports Nation show, and then they built that morning show around her and Greenberg and uh, Jalen Rose. Yeah, and she never wanted to be in New York, and she never wanted to be up at that time because that's like the early morning show. And then she said stuff about the NFL. And they said, "Okay, we're gonna just give you the NBA. and then after that, like, they cut her."
2: Because I think, I think with the with the show, I think it was coming to a point where they was gonna cut her from the show, but she left before that point.
1: Yeah, she le- It wasn't working with her. Like, yeah, we was we was all messaging each other like she's aged. Remember, uh, John? I was like, "Man, she's aged bad on that morning
0: <laughs> Yeah, and well, I mean. They were trying to, they were definitely trying to go a younger, younger route. Yeah. I know that they were, uh, at the end of the season, they were one of the places that was in play for Dwayne Wade. And I know they were trying to make a play to bring Dwayne Wade on the show. He ended up going to TNT. Yeah, to do the show
1: with Shaq and, um, uh, what's the LA Spark? Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Yeah, the Wednesday show that they do with Candace Parker, Shaq, and then, well, Brian what
2: Luka, They do like that. the players only thing.
1: It's, it replaced the players only. So they used to have the players only, and then that replaced and, the players only, and now it's those four guys.
0: Yeah, so now it's basically players only, but with Ryan Rucco.
1: Yeah, with Ryan Rucco.
0: In the, in the Ernie spot.
1: In the Ernie spot, yeah.
0: Which I like the show enough. I just don't like Ryan Rucco.
1: I have to be honest with you. I don't think I've watched it enough because, like, they never have the good games on Wednesday for something. The good game's always on Thursday, so I don't think I've watched it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's better than Players Only, though. Pen- players Only was unwatchable.
1: Players Only yeah, was like... Yeah, there, n- there are some nights. N- yeah. yeah. No, what was unwatchable yeah. was they would have the players only, like, do the announcing for the basketball game. Yeah. yeah. I could do with Players Only, but, like, I don't need you announcing the basketball game.
0: But it was either Brett Barry or uh, Chris Weber and. Brett Barry.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk about a dude that was an entanglement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, his, his wife was an entanglement.
1: Yeah, his wife was in entanglement with Tony Parker. Go ahead, Emmanuel. Tell him. Tell him you don't get it. No, I got it. I definitely got, got it. it. Oh. No, got it. was like, "I don't get it. I don't even know what Brett Barrys look like, but Emmanuel was like, "I don't get it." No, I got it. I know the story. I, trust me, I know Tony Parker and his
2: escapades. <laughs> He's the king of entailments.
0: And that was the coldest stuff because like, that was like anti-locker uh, room justice. Like, his his wife cheated on him with the player. With Tony oh. Parker. And, and then they decided, well, we can't cut Tony Parker, so this is getting awkward. Bye, Brent Barry. <laughs>
1: well, Tony Parker was really good back then. Like.
0: Yeah! yeah. <laughs> There was a point for
1: like two or three years where he was by far the best spur. Yeah, yeah. Because after he but, wins the finals MVP against Cleveland, he was really, really good.
0: Yeah. So the Spurs were like, "Sorry about your wife, uh, Brent Barry, but yeah, uh, you're making this awkward. You got to go."
2: <laughs> well, at that point, he was he was on his way to retirement anyway. So you yeah, <laughs> it that like, easy? Brent Barry got two rings with the Spurs. Did
1: he? He did. Yeah, he's on two of those Spurs teams.
2: I think he's on '05 and '07.
0: Yeah,
1: he's I on think, the team that Shaq, uh, that Kobe beat by himself with a Gasol. I,
0: I think. Th- I think he fight. may have played a little bit after the. Uh... Well, let's go to Brett Berry's basketball reference. Oh yeah, yeah he I think did that,
1: for
2: another year, another couple years. Yeah, 08, 09. Because I think yeah, they, I
0: think they straight, they straight traded him to get out of that situation.
1: Well, remember, Brent Barry got a huge – well, huge by that time. Well, yeah, he it's opted
2: – it looks like he opted out and became a free agent, and then he signed with the Rockets that next
0: – But he out, had a year. huge
1: contract with the Sonics. Yeah. He got really paid with the Sonics. and it, He was yeah, good he on that team out. too. He was good on the Rashard Lewis-Ray Allen. That was like the – Ray Allen that was, was like a, an MVP candidate here.
2: Yeah, that was low-key a good
1: team, that Sonics team. That was really low-key
0: good team, that Sonics team. They, yeah. they, it was, it they was, was a, a sneaky play athletic play. team.
1: It was, it was a team that would have played very well
0: now.
1: used to hit a lot of threes.
0: And that team still had Gary Payton. No, they yeah. traded Ray. Oh, yeah. Ray- yeah.
1: They, yeah, they just traded him. That was a straight yeah. up trade. They traded Ray Allen for Gary Payton. Remember?
2: Yeah, Milwaukee. Because they made that. Uh, they had like an NBA, uh, NBA live commercial or something with each other. Yeah. And they, was talking about, they
1: talk about it on there. Because <laughs> remember, they, each other. they traded Ray Allen for Gary Payton because Michael Red was on the come up.
2: Well, yeah. Cause, ah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said last week, Ray, Ray helped Ray, Michael Red shoot. And then after that, he
1: started to become an actual good player because he couldn't shoot. Yeah, Michael Red had like three or four seasons of like 20 plus points. Mm-hmm. I think he might have averaged as much as 24 points.
0: Let's look. Michael Redd. Man, Brent Berry was legitimately the star of those Clippers teams, which is insane.
1: He, he was a slam dunk contest. The, so Michael Red never uh, – Michael Red averaged – yeah, he had – oh, geez. He had, he had like He had five years of 20-plus. He had mm-hmm. two years of 25 and 26. Yeah.
2: But then he got My, hurt of after He a got a bad –
0: yeah. Michael Brad was on one of the Olympic teams. The team that mm-hmm. lost.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Was he on the team that won, too. I think, I he, think was he was the on the... Um, I think
0: he was on... The 2008 yeah. teams. He was, on the Redeem team. yeah. he
1: was on the Redeem team.
2: He was on the Redeem team. He was on the 07 team and the 99 team, too. Well, he was the team team competition. Yeah.
0: So he was nice for a minute.
1: Oh, he had a few... He had, like, a five-year stretch, man. Mm-hmm. And then he got paid, and then, unfortunately, he had the really bad injury. Yeah, he got that injury, and that, that pretty much... that was a, It was a
2: wrap after that.
1: Did um any of you guys watch the Stefan Marbury, uh, the kid from Coney Island documentary that's on Netflix? No.
0: I still have yet to watch that. Is it good?
1: It's good until... It, it kind of puts Stephon Marbury's career in like perspective. Like he never did, he never really amounted to any winning. He's the oh. epitome of empty stats. Like I'm not, well, They go in China. He wins in China. Yeah. And then, like he starts out with uh the Timberwolves, and they say the reason that they broke up is because you guys remember how much Kevin Garnett got paid, and then they changed the rules after Kevin Garnett to the point. Yeah. Where, like, he was gonna get double the amount of whatever Stefan Marbury paid. You
2: know, Cause Marbury K- G- G- yeah, yeah, because KG had got paid right before '99, and this was during that players' union and whatnot, the player strike. This is why it's only they only played like 50 games or whatever because they didn't they didn't finish negotiating and everybody didn't agree to like you know December, <laughs> and by that point you're gonna play so many games. So that was one of the things that the players had to give up was the rookie contracts and extensions had to be more manageable where it wasn't just these outlandish. Because before, we, we talked about, it, I think, like, the first podcast where, like, Grant Hill and Jason Kidd barely played and they was getting $67 million just, just off of the rookie contract. Well, re-
1: like, re- remember the rookie contract that Glenn Big Dog Robinson asked for? That was yeah. more than a team? Yeah.
2: Because Glenn Bigdow, Robinson the is the
1: number one pick of that year. And yeah. he wanted a contract that was worth more than the team was worth.
0: Well, and that's right. why guys like that's why guys like KG, Kobe, uh, uh, Duncan, even though Duncan and and KG ended up getting ripped off uh, to a certain extent, those guys Rocket got management. paid yeah. those guys got paid double because they came into the era where being drafted meant you got paid right up front. You, the younger guys on the team got paid the most. And then they were veterans after that, uh, after the strike, the where the players got paid more on the back end and the rookies got a shorter, the shorter. Yeah. The
2: because I think the belief then too was you wanted to lock up these young guys as quick as possible for as long as possible. And so that's where all the big money kind of came in because, you know, players was only agreeing, you know, once they realized what was happening, they was only agreeing to so much money. And so, you know, you have guys making like 80 mil for seven years or whatever, six years and, and 60 mil for five years and all these weird money amounts in years. And then, uh, and then eventually kind of came in the head over that, that, like I said, that 99 year before that season, when the, Strike happened, and the players and and the owners kind of decided on everything. And Marbury, like I like I said it too last week about t- Tom Gulley. Like that was one of the things about that Minnesota team. Motherfucker! <laughs> that was one of the things about that Minnesota team that was really good and, and looked like it could have been at least competing for a championship, maybe not winning, but at F least he if he would have
1: if he would have stayed, because they were a really explosive. Uh... Combination. They show Jordan yeah. on. Him. They show Jordan mm-hmm. on the dock, and he was like, "I couldn't deal with his quickness." Cause like mm-hmm. young Stefan Marbury was like really, really athletic and explosive. But then he gets traded to the Nets. The Nets never win. They trade right. him for Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd goes to two straight finals. He gets traded from the Suns to the Knicks, and that's when mm-hmm. Steve Nash takes him to. Was it like four conference finals, Emmanuel?
2: Mm-hmm. Like four. I think it's like four and five years. They, will, they make so, the conference finals. That's and up. then on the Knicks,
1: he's a complete disaster. And then they show like a really young Stephen A. Smith, like, look, you got to admit, everywhere that he leaves, the teams get better. Because yeah. when he leaves Minnesota, it's the year that um, Kevin Garnett goes to the conference finals and loses to Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. So then they and show then, like he's, he's out of the league and then he goes to China and redeem himself. And he's, he's one a- of those guys that. Go ahead,
2: Emmanuel. Oh, Emmanuel. no, I was going to say, so now his career is
1: kind of... It's kind of uh, redeemed. Yeah. He's a guy that, like, for his career, averaged 20 and 9, but he's one of those guys that was, like, he put up numbers, but, like, never really, he never really did any winning. Yeah. Like John said last week. Remember, John, when I put that thing up?
0: Yeah. Well, it wasn't, it's not only that he didn't do, like you were pointing out there, it's not only that he didn't do any winning. The teams that he was on... Almost the exact same team he played on, he would leave. You'd put in another point guard who, on paper, looks like a like a less good point guard, and winning happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Like there's
0: the, guys there's managed that, to uh... win with his, but that but that comes down to like uh, the point guards in that era, a lot of those point guards tried to be Allen Iverson, and they weren't Allen Iverson. They tried to no, be only, there's only one Allen I was there. So they tried to be this like point guard who score is score first, score second, score third. And that's not how basketball is meant to be played. We're seeing it in this era where yeah. even even Steph Curry, who shoots a lot, he's also he's a facilitator, he's a great playmaker. He he uses when he's on fire and he's shooting yeah. well to but I don't, draw double I don't coverage think... and pass somebody else.
2: I don't even think Stephen Curry shoots that much. I think if you if, if if you probably look at the box score, it probably looks like a lot. But if you watch the game, if you watching the game, it doesn't feel like he well, like it's a difference between him and like Westbrook. Like you you could tell Westbrook probably oh, he's takes in the way too many jumps. Yeah, it, it's kind of a difference. Where I think I think if Stephen Curry was in a different situation, he probably would shoot more, <laughs>
1: not not less. I if he was on a bad team, he'd be putting up like Gilbert Arenas. Stat. Yeah, and that's I mean, why we probably that, look like Gilbert Arenas.
0: That's why we thought we were going to see this year. That's why yeah. going into the season, he had a lot of NF, uh, uh, MVP talk because yeah, the, but the people thought, the, really. The, the thought was that he was going to be playing for this sorry team with everybody else injured, and he was just going to go off.
1: Yeah, but people really, really mismanaged the fact of how good Clay Thompson is. And yeah, this is like people for whatever reason. People fall for D'Angelo Russell like dudes fall for hot babes. <laughs> People thought D'Angelo – like, I'm not taking anything away from D'Angelo Russell on the Nets. He was really good on the Nets last year, and he led them to the playoffs. But he's not Klay Thompson, and he was not built to be the second guy to Stephen Curry.
0: Right. Well, Klay well, Thompson, Thompson is special in the way that, like, he, he, his career tied is never going to not be tied with uh, Steph Curry. So it's yes. kind of like Jordan and Pippin, where we don't know how that their career would have played out without each other.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: we but we do know that together they fit and they make this special thing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. honestly, uh, we almost had where, right for the dynasty of the Warriors, they were getting ready to trade Clay Thompson when he was on the come up for Kevin Love.
2: Kevin Love, yeah. And David hey, hey, Lee, I think.
0: And he who knows what, Ke- what Clay Thompson is in Minnesota? He's not that good.
2: I don't know. I think he might be. He's, no, he might well, be good, he, but
0: he doesn't he, win He
1: anymore. probably,
2: well, yeah, he, he, he'd he have the ball in his hand more because um, he didn't really. Clay Thompson became a two way player and he didn't really get that way until he played on the Olympic team.
1: And then playing he's playing with the Rubio, other guys. playing with Rubio, who's always hurt. Remember? because that would who would with his point
0: yeah. for. And yeah. the problem and the problem with Rubio is he doesn't shoot. So he wouldn't draw off those double coverages in the same way Steph Curry does. Right,
2: right. Which like is the, funny because
0: like the advantage with Clay is at, as a spot shooter, he he's almost he's the most de- one of the most deadly if not the most deadly shooter even more than Curry percentage-wise as a three-point mm-hmm. shooter. But mm-hmm. He's almost always shooting either open or single coverage. He's never right. facing double coverage. If he's playing on a team where everyone knows Rubio's not going to shoot the ball, he's going to dribble up. He's going to pass to Clay. Clay's getting double covered. And he's shooting with more double coverage, so his percentage goes right. down.
2: And then also too, like Clay, he rarely dribbles the basketball. Like in a game. Well, he had that <laughs> because he he's had usually that, the one.
1: He had that sixteen. He had one he game. Had one, had yeah, a six, three, where he where like he only dribbled it like nine times. It was less than that. It was like. Five times a think It was like five, It was some <laughs> like, ridiculous
2: number, and the majority of the dribbles was because he was going to the to the hole, and he obviously had to dribble as you're going into the hole for a layup. So it wasn't. These aren't like he, you know, was on the corner, eighteen feet away, and had to dribble out of like a pump fake or something. He was like laying the ball in, and that's where like the majority of his dribbles come from in that game.
0: Well, and see, and that's why when we had the discussion a few years back about him versus Beal, and a lot of people weren't seeing what Beal was doing and the way that the team was structured, like it was hard to make the argument until Wall went down and now you see what Beal can mm-hmm. do. But I was seeing it and I was like, the difference is that Beal can play make when he has to. Like when it, the few times right. that Wall had gone out before that, Beal can dribble the ball up. He can play the point guard if he has to. He doesn't defend quite as well as Clay, but he can still defend, and he can playmate. make. He I can think pass. that's a, he can shoot. Yeah, he can I get think his that's own a, shot. Where I, Clay Clay's a spot shooter. He's a great spot shooter, but he's right. a spot shooter. But I think that's an
2: unfair. Like, who would you rather? Just because those guys do so so much different stuff, and I think if the if the the situations were reversed, I think they would. I think Bill could be in Golden State doing what Clay does. To an extent, and I think Clay in Washington right now could probably do the same thing Bill is doing right I, now. I, I don't so know think, that he could,
0: though, because I don't think he can play make, I don't think he can dribble the ball, and I don't think he's like, like if you've seen Clay, Bill has to get his own I'm, shot I'm
1: every time. I'm pretty confident he could do that. Do you think that John Will held Bill back? Like, if, if like, let's say Bradley Bill was playing with like Chris Paul or Ricky Rubio or Damon Lillard or anyone, but I'm not, not, not Steph Curry, but if he was playing, let's say he was with uh, those trailblazers instead of uh, McCallum, CJ, CJ McCallum, do you think it's that John Wall style of play held them back? Or what do you think it is? Do you think the team was just so badly constructed that even uh, like
0: John Wall holding them back it's just like a bad team? I think if he had a, I think if he had a point guard who was more ball dominant, yeah. even if it was Damian Lillard, it would it would be the same thing. Like I think he needs to be, in that he's got that same skill that James Harden has, not to the same degree, but obviously, I mean, he's the second leading scorer, only behind James Harden this season, so he can do the James Harden thing, where he's a shooting guard who takes the ball up, can get his own shot, he can do the James Harden things. So actually. So he he needs to have no point guard; he needs to be the point guard. Do you think well, I don't know about that. A,
1: you think he needs to be on a team with like a wing player like a a Paul George instead of a point guard like if yeah he was playing with
0: Paul George instead
1: of James um, sorry John Wall. do you think that would be a
0: better fit? I think it would be a better fit. I think the problem with John Wall coming back say they say he's they're all healthy next year they decide to give it one more run. The problem is is that. He's a different player when he's bringing the ball up. He's just more engaged in the play. Uh, he's more dangerous because he can shoot it or pass it. And when he becomes that spot up shooter like Clay Thompson, which is what he does when John Wall's there, he kind of gets a little bit disengaged because he's seeing Wall do the ISO dribbles and just standing there waiting for the, the pass.
2: Yeah, that's, but. It's not yeah. his game but if say if instead of John Wall it was Chris Paul I, I don't think that would be the same exact thing where he's just kind of not engaged I think that that's one of the things Chris Paul does is he he tends to find out how guys like where the ball is put in their hands to be able to shoot so I think I look at the situation of OKC where they play three point guards and it, it looks like the best thing Best basketball ever. I I think if, say, Chris Paul or Dennis Schroeder or one of those other guys like that was. What there if it was Lonzo? Wong, what if it was
1: a ball? I think.
2: Bull. Yeah, a lot. Put him in there too, to an extent too, because um, he got hurt. And I think his progression is kind of went lower than it should be. But I think. You put those kind of guys in there and they tend to find out like where you want the ball and what, you know what I'm saying? I think he does need a point guard depending, despite the fact that it might on, on the surface look like he's better without one. I think he does actually need a point guard. I think I think it depends that, on what you
0: want, what you want to get out of him. Like if you want, if yeah. if you, if he's on a bad team, if he's on the if he stays on the wizards or if he goes to a team, if you're if you're a small market team who decides to trade for him in the offseason because you want a star locked up for five years and you don't have any any infrastructure to make a deep playoff run, then you want him to be James Harden. You want him to do the thing he just did, score thirty points, See, a I game, don't, sell tickets. I don't
2: want him to be James Harden. I I don't think I want him to be James Harden. I think I want him to be more Steph Curry like in a way. I think you want him to score enough, but not necessarily because with Harden and those, in the Houston Rockets, it's just him playing ISO ball and a lot of them just standing in the corner waiting for him to maybe pass the ball. And, oh, and after Howard a Rake. while, that gets tiresome. And, well,
1: yeah, yeah. That, that, but that did that did take him to – he's been to two conference finals. Am I right? He's
0: been to the One three. with
1: Dwight He went to the so, one with – no, I'm not talking about with the Thunder. I'm talking about just on the Rockets.
0: No, I think no, I think the Rockets have been the 3. I think he went to 1 with uh he went I think with, he's only been the 2. Uh, okay, maybe one with uh Dwight and one with Chris Paul. Yeah, cuz remember they lost yeah. to
1: the they lost yeah. to the years in round 2. The year they was about to
2: lose to the, Yeah, they was about to lose to the Clippers that one year. And
1: then, and they, then they got smoked they by the Spurs, the remember that year? Mhm. Yeah.
0: Were they in it? it last year? were they in it last year? Nope. No. Portland. Portland. No, Portland. Yeah. yeah, because they Portland ended up won.
2: playing against Golden State the the round before that. That's why.
1: That's yeah. the that's the year that people hold two years against James Harden. It's the what I don't know what happened in Game Six in San Antonio without Kawhi. Lee. Yeah, I yeah. don't. No one knows what happened there. And then people hold Steph Curry getting hot against him and Chris Paul against. No one holds like the year that Chris Paul got injured against him. I no, I hope the the year where
2: he was on a bench and his team was playing better without him. I hope that against him too.
1: Yeah, but didn't they they did they lose the Golden State in four or five? No, they won one game, right? Because that's the year that they Golden won, State yeah. wins the title. That's the Dwight Howard year, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and people hold people hold a lot hold the playoff skins Harden a lot harder than they should because of that one Spurs series where Ginobili went from behind and just ripped the ball out of his hand.
1: No, they shot. hold the game The game without Kawhi Leonard in it against him. They don't hold the Ginobili yeah. game. It's the Kawhi Leonard game. People hold it
2: but and, it and, was weird that Ginobili kind of outplayed him. <laughs> I think that's what it, it, people kind of like freaked out about, the fact that Ginobili just pretty much outplayed him that game. I think that's what it well, is. Well, his
1: condition has always been he, – he's like mellow. He's never been in shape. Like yeah. it's how it's like how people always say like Melo's never been in shape compared to LeBron, and people say James Harden has never been in shape compared to like prime Kobe or prime Dwayne
0: Wade. I'm mm-hmm. talking, I'm not talking about their numbers, John. I'm talking about just physically in shape. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and and he does. You know, he looks kind of doughy.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but uh, but I mean, he works out really hard with Westbrook, so I think maybe that's just a, his body. Like he can't. You know, maybe his body just can't get that. Well, he looks, like look. he, of, he looks like he
1: lost a lot of weight, man. He looks amazing.
0: The, yeah. The Recently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But well, I and- think that's the thing. I'm sorry. The thing that everyone says about playing with Russell Westbrook is that once they are done playing with him, they, they, they learn a lot from him about how to get themselves into shape. Because that's what Oladipo said. He was like, I thought I was a good athlete. Until so I played yeah. with Russell Westbrook, and I saw all the things that Russell Westbrook did, then that's why when he was traded to Indiana, he had his best year. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's
2: but that too because he was uh, he was training that off season before he ended up getting traded, and that's what it ended up happening because he was training with Westbrook and whatnot for the next year, yeah. yeah, and then he got traded, so that's what ended up happening that year.
0: But see, I mean, we, I, my whole thing, and I've had. Plenty of in our group uh, arguments about Harden is mm-hmm. we we act with Harden as if he's Tracy McGrady, someone who can't get out of the first. Like you oh. hear people talk about him, and they talk about him as if like he just does nothing in the playoffs. Like he just is like oh, some no, guy but- who can't get out of the first round. Nobody's ever said Tracy McGrady. Yeah, Nobody's but no, but they but they're like, oh, he chokes in the playoffs, and it's like, yeah, he chokes in the playoffs. That really, yeah, like really far yeah. levels in the playoffs. I mean. Most of the years outside of that Spurs year, he's they've only been beaten by the Warriors. They're, they're well, out of playoff. You, by well, eventual champion who who by the way well, beat everybody. Let me ask you this:
1: Who's your favorite team, um, John? Who's really your favorite team? Pistons. So, like I, like, I ride or die with the Pistons. So, if you could pick like a time machine, and for your Pistons, would you rather have? the best version of James Harden or the, the best version of Tracy
0: McGrady for your team? No Probably injuries, best, no nothing. Best version, James, best version of James Harden because like James Harden will it, at least get yeah. you deeper in the playoffs.
2: I disagree.
0: McGrady didn't okay. get out of the first round.
2: A lot of the times he was hurt, though. And a lot of times he was
1: in the wrong situation.
0: No, but the, the Eastern
1: Conference was bad when he was not getting out the first round.
2: Yeah, but a lot of times he was hurt and he was in bad situations because. Oh
1: no, man, remember the year he was up three one on the Pistons? He was like, "I'm so glad to get out the second round." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> smack the shit out. Of him.
0: Like, like Harden legitimately gets you to the can get you to a Western Conference Finals with Chris Paul or. Dwight Howard. Yeah, but is, Not it, at their best. is it
2: him or is it the system? I think
1: well, it's what, him. About the, what about the Yao Ming's years, um, Emmanuel? Like he did play with prime Yao Ming, and he played with.
0: Well, I don't yeah, know.
2: but Yao Ming That's was cool. in and out the lineup though.
0: No, but there, were, but there, but there were years where him and they Yao like were both year. healthy. They had and like they,
2: yeah, they had like one year where they and he did, did nothing with it. Didn't make it. Yeah, they did I mean, have like one year.
0: They won to but games Other now. than
2: that, and everybody was in and out of
0: the lineup. And that's why I would say I say I would also take Harden so over if we talking, over Westbrook. Westbrook hasn't so far without Durant. I don't. Well, I don't think anyone says they would take Westbrook over
1: Harden.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, we've no, had it. We've had. We've had it in the group.
1: No, I but, said that I would. No, I said, look, look. I. I always say I don't give a fuck if Russell Westbrook never wins a fucking first round. I'd rather watch him than harden. But I would never take oh, Russell- yeah. <laughs> like, I'd much rather like I, I'm not even I don't give a fuck. I'd much rather watch Russell Westbrook play and not get out the first round and watch James Harden play and get to the conference finals. Like James Harden's version of basketball does nothing for me, But I would never yeah. say that I would rather if I'm building a team, I'm not taking Russell Westbrook over James Harden. That's ridiculous. No.
2: Yeah.
0: And see for me it's the same way with McGrady. Like I he, he had his chances Yeah. Whole career, and he did have healthy years, and he didn't he didn't do anything within the playoffs.
2: I think, but uh, I think with T Mac though, it was it was situation because you look at like for example when mm-hmm. he left Toronto and went to Orlando, how you know Tim Duncan was supposed to go and, and he's supposed to get a healthy Grant Hill, but if he doesn't leave Toronto, that's a that's a team that probably makes the final. Uh, if, yeah. And if – and if especially if he stayed healthy. And if you look at that Orlando team,
1: Grant Hill was not healthy and they didn't get Tim Duncan. So... But couldn't we do the same thing with Melo, that if Melo doesn't pick up his contract and he actually becomes the third member of the Big Three instead of uh, Bosh, he wins the finals? Like we could do the exact... – Oh, absolutely.
0: absolutely. We can do the same with Mello, thing with do... Hart. We can do the same thing with Harden. If, if Paul didn't get injured in that series – they're in the. They're probably in the finals. If, Paul, if
2: Chris Paul, oh Chris Paul, well, yeah, Paul. A,
0: a few yeah, years ago, if Chris absolutely. Paul, if Chris, one, yeah. if Chris Paul is not injured, in they they were already up three one in that series. If Chris Paul doesn't go down, they're they're in the finals probably.
2: Yeah, you could make that argument, but I mean, once they got there, I don't believe they would. Well, we're,
1: we're not. We're just saying, like we're we're saying, but
2: trying. yeah, yeah, I think you could make that argument, yeah. But I think overall, from at least from what I've seen, a lot of the things T Mac because T Mac was on the same level as Kobe at one point in time.
1: Yes, he and was.
2: I, don't, I cool. don't know if James Harden is on that necessarily level
1: where it's just not athletically. I think. Yeah, that I think that level what you have. Play. I think. I think what we have to distinguish between when T Mac and Kobe played and when James Harden played is. You didn't need to be at the, the level of athlete that T Mac and Kobe was to score thirty points that James Harden is because the three point play is so much more. Like Kobe and T Mac didn't have to shoot threes like James Harden.
2: Yeah, they were shooting. They shooting eighteen footers like mid range. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: You so know, now
2: maybe going to the free throw line, maybe.
0: T Mac's best year where he averaged thirty two points per game. Yeah. Right. His teammates. On that team were an injured Grant Hill, Drew Gooden mm-hmm. probably play like ten games that year or something. Mm-hmm. Drew Gooden, Fat Sean Kemp. Oh yeah, Fat Sean Ma- Kemp, Mike Miller and Jacques Vaughn. Ooh Jacques mm-hmm. Vaughn, Ooh, I totally forgot about that. Dude. That was that, that was like a
2: final That sounded like a finals to me. <laughs>
0: That's a rough team.
2: It's a rough team, boy. They needed.
0: They needed all of that thirty-two from McGrady.
2: They needed more than that thirty-two. <laughs> That's why. Uh, oh. Did he play all eighty-two games? I don't think he, he played he, all eighty-two of them.
0: Oh, I'm checking right now.
2: I think he missed. I think he missed like a game or so.
0: He played seventy-five.
2: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: he never played he never played 82 in his uh entire yeah. career. That was in that pocket where he was playing like the most he played was 78 the next year and he got 28 points for game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember when uh, Dwight Howard left the Lakers to
1: go to Houston. Everyone was thinking that was going to be the next Shaq and Kobe. I'm like you put a lot of stock in Dwight Howard. He ain't no Shaq. Right. Like I'm not even rem-
2: go- ahead. I I remember when um I was working at the airport then Mm -hmm. and i was talking to this guy and it was right when dwight howard got traded to the lakers Mm -hmm. and i remember having this conversation with this guy because it was on it was on the tvs and whatnot and when i was having this conversation with this guy who was from orlando and was a magic fan and i flat out told him i I understand this is a bad situation and all but this might sound weird but you got the better end of this deal (laughs) Like you don't have to deal with Dwight Howard anymore. As good as he was in, in those, you know, he had a he had a couple of years where he was like he he might have could have competed. He, he might have had compete. the title. He yeah, he might have had the title of like he could have been on Shaq level at some point. Like you could see it where mm-hmm. where that discussion could have started, mm-hmm. and then it just it just fell off where. He got hurt, or he, he got his feelings,
0: area. and it yeah, just... If you look at the MVP voting from I think it's 2008 to 2011, mm-hmm. he's top five in voting every single one of those years for MVP. Yeah. Oh, well, he was a beast.
2: Yeah, and I, like like I said, you could you could have that conversation where you could start comparing him and Shaq just like stat level wise, where you could go, hey, you know, Tit for Tat, you know, this Dwight Howard got more, you know, Defensive Player of the Year awards than Shaq. But I Shaq got more MVPs involved. and yeah. And so it's like you could start you could start that 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 conversation at that point and then it just it just fell off.
0: <laughs> well seeing uh to to that point, um we all knocked Dwight Howard down. It's interesting because he's playing. He's an active player. And we don't mm-hmm. think of him as any kind of game changer. No, he's important on the Lakers, though. Yeah. Right. But I'm looking at it now, just comparing him to another center that we can, we all consider, like, Hall of Fame-level center. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll let you see if you can guess who this is. So, Dwight Howard has five all-NBA first teams. This player has... Seven All NBA teams, but only one NBA for All NBA First Team. No All NBA. It is Patrick Ewing. I'm That's all mean, you need New York. It. Don't get I me. I was started. like,
1: that sounds like it. Don't get me. Well, look, you can't really do that. To be fair to Patrick Ewing, he played in the era of Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, and then mm-hmm. later on, he played with Shaq. It's, it's and- true. Tim Duncan.
0: So, but
1: if Patrick you compare
0: the- Patrick Ewing and Dwight Howard, like. On paper, Dwight Howard's career far eclipses Patrick Ewing's.
1: I don't know, man. Like, look, every if you know anything about me, you know I don't give a fuck about Patrick Ewing. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I would rather have. I think I'd rather have the best year of Patrick Ewing than the best year of Dwight Howard. I think.
2: Yeah, I think short-term, you probably want Dwight
1: Howard, but long-term, you probably want Patrick Ewing. I got to be honest with you. I can't even – I have to really really think about that. Dwight
0: Dwight Howard was Defensive Player of the Year three times. Patrick Ewing never was. Uh, Dwight Howard was five-time rebound leader and two-times block leader, and Patrick Ewing has zero years where he was that. And now, like you said – he played in an era yeah. where rebounds were more competitive, blocks were more competitive. Dwight Howard had the advantage of playing in a he was like the last of the mohicans, he was the last center who well, actually the, mattered as a game changer. Here's Jordan. the thing,
1: if Dwight Howard plays in Patrick Ewing's era, he's not a center, he's a power forward. Probably or he I probably mean, he could have been David Robinson it really no. probably comes off the bench no. as a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. he could not have been David Robinson. No, I think you need to go look up the Admirals' numbers, bro.
0: By the way, I think yeah. it's actually just the opposite. I think if you put Dwight Howard in that era as a center, he's he's a seven footer. Like you put him in that era, I think as he's athletic, only six I think he's only six nine. Yeah, Dwight Howard's is like
2: six ten with shoes.
0: Yeah, he's Fine, but as, as long as he is, and as high as he can get up, like, and as athletic as he is, I think. Playing in that era, you think he's
1: Sean Kemp? You think he's Sean Kemp?
0: I think. Well, I think he just gets more touches. He gets more. The ball went inside. Uh, the go unfortunate up, part for Dwight Howard is that the ten, the second half of his career, he's playing in an NBA where the big man is just marginalized.
1: Go. I think if you to, put look Patrick up David t- Robinson, go look up David Robinson's
0: stats, bro. I know what David Robinson's stats are. I'm just saying, if you bring any of those any of those big men. Into mo- the modern game. It's cool that they're that they can do all those things, but none of the teams would game plan for them to be to get the ball as much as they did in the nineties.
2: Yeah. I, I think I, I, I think agree. Patrick Ewing would be fine. This like in this era, I think he'd be fine. I think he would probably get a defensive player of the year because you got to remember too. I know now. Usually, the defensive player of the year was uh, like a, it. Usually goes to like a center or like Draymond Green or Giannis a small might forward. get it. Yeah, no, Bears got get it this year. The last
0: few years.
2: Yeah, but usually it goes to like a center. A like yeah, but then in the nineties, it went to pretty much guards. Gary Payton, and then and then a few, and then you got a center for a year too, and then it went back to guards, like, and it was like it kind of was like an offset, yeah.
0: But, uh, but, I mean, I, the, the only the only problem with bringing in any of the modern-day centers or the, the centers into the modern day is they have that skill, and we know that they have that skill. We know that they can score. But there are very few teams in the NBA that have anything to do with pushing the ball into a scorer on the inside.
1: I don't think there's any teams in the NBA that do that.
0: And so, would so, I think, so you got, you have to wonder Lakers like,
1: probably get the close,
0: yeah. So, so you have to wonder really, like, would they would they have been be- would they have still been good, or would they have been wasted talents that are well, like, these I think great basketball think players we that should, we just don't know?
1: I think what you're thinking is like, if Patrick Ewan or Akeem Olajuwon or David Robinson was playing now, they would mm. be drafted and teams would play towards them but they would build around them. The, yeah, the thing style. is there is no college players that are Patrick Ewing and Kimo. Like Deandre Ayton is the last number 1 pick who's a center, right? That's, That's what I'm right? saying
0: is is mm-hmm. is, is how, how do we know that Deandre Ayton and Mobamba aren't that player?
1: Well, they Well, not. I think Mobamba Mo Bamba is too was Mobamba's Mo, Mo a project. They yeah. didn't draft He was always a project. Yeah. Yeah. So Obama's the wrong one. But, but now you see, take these
0: skilled seven-footers and they just don't get the touches. Well, Carl Anthony Towns and Embiid do. But they can shoot for the three. Well,
1: that's well, that's the thing. If David Robinson, and Keem Olajuwon and Ewing played now, they would be shooting threes. They would have their skills and they'd be shooting threes.
0: Yes, they'd have to. Yeah. There's just no- to an
1: extent, yeah.
0: There's no place for a ba- – like, well, the difference is, too, and, and it's the it's kind of what forced the, the – it, it's what forced coaches to start playing outside was they got rid of the three in the key. Like, when we watched basketball, the mm-hmm. center would go down, he'd go park himself under the basket, and he could just sit there and wait to block a shot or get a rebound. You can't do that now. You have to constantly be moving in and out of that paint.
2: Yeah, would be yeah, – I think, I think it's like within – a feet or something of your man.
0: It's what opened up all the triple doubles with guards getting more rebounds. And it's what caused for the center to be less important. You don't you can't park your biggest guy underneath the basket
2: anymore. Well also too the game it naturally is even twenty years ago. So you know if you got a slow big man that now he got to constantly move or move so, more than he would in
1: the situation. To Emmanuel's point, like go to Bill Simmons' Twitter and watch him retweet Celtics' highlights. And you'll see how slow <laughs> those damn Larry Bird fast breaks look.
0: I remember like, sitting yeah. in uh, Buffalo Wild Wings with my friend Trey, and we were watching uh, Nick's uh, Bulls game, playoff game, and it looked like it was in slow motion. Like, I turned to Trey, and I was like, because we had just watched. It was just in the middle of the playoffs, and we are watching, you know, uh, at that time, probably, like, Warriors versus OKC. And that mm-hmm. game just moved lightning quick. And then you just watch this game, and it just feels like it was in slow motion. And it didn't feel well, that look, way when back, we were watching it. Back then, like, Dominique
1: Wilkins and Michael Jordan were the rarity. Now you have yep. guys that could do that, like on every team. I'm not saying they're as good as Dominique Wilkins or Michael Jordan. That's ridiculous. But, but you it's have just guys that, that, could, that like they Zach like, Levine. Zach, Zach Levine could do every dunk Dominique Wilkins or Michael Jordan did in a, in a yes. game. Yeah, and he's not. He's nowhere near as good as those guys. Yeah, it's, it's just that Aaron, Aaron Gordon it. is another. Aaron Gordon another guy too who could probably do it. Aaron Gordon, life. yes. Yeah, Look, I'm an Gordon, I'm an
0: Iverson guy. And I'm not a Westbrook guy But Westbrook mm-hmm. can do everything that Iverson can do And more. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely And I think, how, is Westbrook three inches taller than Allen Iverson? Mm-hmm. On yeah, pa-
0: on, pa- all right. on, pa- on paper, but like
1: No,
0: uh, he's way taller
2: pro- than Iverson
0: He's 6'3", and Iverson was listed as 6'1
2: Yeah, but Iverson wasn't 6'1
1: <laughs>
0: And I don't think and, and from what people say, Westbrook isn't 6'3 Like Russell yeah, Westbrook
1: is one of
0: the best. Like I'm not talking about. Like he's not going to lead you to
1: any winning. I'm not talking about that. He's no. one of the best athletes that I've ever seen on a basketball
0: court. Yeah. Forget that he's, he's ever going to get you out of round absolutely. one. Any just like Iverson. That. Just like Iverson. You when if he's on in a game, you're watching him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's absolutely. fun to watch. He's lightning quick. He goes when he goes to the basket. Like you never know what he's, he's going to had- do.
1: Yeah, some of the most thunderous dunks I've ever seen.
0: And you have to keep your eye on him when, even when he's, when he's off ball because if someone shoots and it bounces up off the the rim, like he can easily just fly over everybody and dunk it.
1: Yeah. Like, Aaron I, Gordon needs to be traded, man. He, Aaron Gordon is a really good player that needs to be like the third or fourth guy on our team. not the What is he, the first or second guy on Orlando?
0: He He's arguably he's the not first even that. guy. He's he's arguably the first guy, like as far he's as
2: not. scoring. He's... No, then who is that? injured, right? Yeah, boost. I nice. mean, Terrence Ross is probably more high on the level than
1: Aaron Gordon is, not scoring no, wise. Oh, need to about what's his name? Let me look it up. Was the name he gave Emmanuel? Aaron Terrence Ross on Orlando. Terrence Ross, Ross okay. yeah. Let
0: me look at it. Up. He is not their leading scorer. No, it's Gordon. Oh, you and mean leading scorer? But like, he's, there, he's their he's their number was, one. He's their number one option other than Vucevic.
2: What I meant was so, he probably he he probably you know
1: Aaron Gordon only gets so many touches. Taron Ross only averages fourteen points. Let me
0: look what Aaron Gordon. So Gordon's also at fourteen. It's yeah. uh it's actually Vucevic and Fournier above him.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Fournier. Fournier is a free agent. Yeah. yeah, he will be.
0: Fournier is gonna be, Fournier is one of those guys who he has no option to take. He's he's, he's gonna, he gonna be one paid. of those guys that this year is actually not going to get paid. He's gonna end up being he's gonna get a lot less than he probably should.
2: He'll probably make gonna... around the same as much as he does now. He makes about seventeen, eighteen mil around. This year and last year, he'll probably make around that
0: next year. He's a good shooter, though.
2: Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player because he he can play. He can play a little defense. He can shoot. He
1: can dribble.
0: This year, he's a forty percent three point shooter.
1: Yeah, Vucevic is
0: why fans
1: should never be fucking GMs because my dumbass wanted him over Anthony Davis. <laughs> oh
0: fucking out and I was telling you, it was like, it, I was like, this is a contract year. Uh, and I was like, he's Drago, man. <laughs> he's tra- and, 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 and Drago. And see, Vucevic is the exact reason why I wouldn't be paying Brandon Ingram anything. I almost swore there. Because yeah, yeah, I think wait
2: see with Brandon Ingram.
0: Because it is the exact yeah. same stat jump where he's, he's jumped. Like, Vucevic last year jumped all of a sudden. Five points per game in the exact same amount of minutes, and that's exactly what you're getting out of Ingram, is a five point per game jump in the exact same amount of minutes.
1: Well, to be fair to Brandon Ingram, last year his on and off stats with LeBron James was five points. He did not. Yeah. He just did not mix well with LeBron James. Last year, when he was with LeBron James, he averaged eighteen points. When LeBron James wasn't there. He was averaging like twenty four points.
0: And, his on, not, and stat, his on and off stats with Zion haven't been great. Well, he's not. Yeah, yeah. You, he, he can't be there. With, he he needs to
1: be on a bad team. Yeah, he needs to be traded for. He needs to be traded for Bradleyville. He needs to be.
0: The, <laughs> he does because yeah, he's, no, he's not good at being the, He's not good at being the second banana. Like he yeah, can't. He, can't he, the, he's, he, he his internal makeup, whatever it is that makes him enjoy playing basketball and getting the best out of him, it's not being the Scottie Pippen but he's yeah. but he's Scotty Pippen. He's not, yeah. he's not. He's not Pippen. He's
1: not he's not Scotty Pippen. That's, you're not, that's Scottie Pippen. Well,
0: I'm saying he, you're not winning with him as your Jordan.
1: No, no. But you could win something with Scotty Pippen. Yeah. You could, win win Scottie. you could win a round with Scotty. You could win around with Scotty Pippen. You ain't going to make the playoffs with Brandon Ingram. You might I'm make sorry. finals with Scotty. That's what I'm saying. You could win
2: You could win did. something
1: with You could win something with Scotty Pippen. You can't well, they weren't close. They was in the in the round two. I love Scotty, but they was in round two. They should have gotten past them, but fucking yeah, like, exactly. They should have got. That yeah, they should have got past them.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then Indiana would have beat them. But to be fair, no. to be fair to Scotty, that team was built for that team that he took over was built for Jordan. Oh, yes, absolutely. it was. If Jordan doesn't come, if Jordan doesn't come back, and they build a team around Scotty. With guys that are more yeah. complimentary to his game, maybe they get well. They were, gonna tra- they were gonna trade them, they were trying to trade them for yes. Sean Kemp.
1: They're trying to trade them for T Max. Speaking of which, well, uh, yeah, well, that was forward thing. Yeah, that was, they tried to trade them a couple times. That whole last dance is how much they didn't like, Scottie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they, they like-
0: Scotty. It was Scotty had a was- good post, Scotty had a great post, uh, Bulls career. He, he. Took those Portland teams pretty far. Took the Houston teams pretty far. Well, he had a great post-Portland Bulls career, getting paid. Yeah, he was he was also in the playoffs every year,
1: though. No, he did not take that Houston team far. That Houston team got bumped out of Lakers in round one, three to three to one. That Man. was old. That was old uh, Charles Barkley and old Hakeem Olajuwon yeah. and Shaq
0: and Kobe, like murk them. Guess, how many How many post Bulls years did Jordan make the playoffs? None, because he was fifty. None. Because <laughs> he was with the Wizards. Well, there's a timeline.
1: He waited that, way, he waited yeah, way too time, long to come back.
2: Yeah. There's a timeline where Scotty goes from the Bulls to the Lakers, and he just keeps winning. There's a there's, a, there's yeah. an alternate universe out there somewhere. We just couldn't, just we couldn't from afford from the Bulls him. to
1: the Lakers. Yeah, we couldn't afford it. They wanted to trade for him, but he got paid too much in um, Houston and Portland, we couldn't afford him. But he he would have been a perfect pick, Shaq. Yeah,
2: because he
0: would
2: Shaq, he Kobe, Phil is there too. Yeah. There's a that, but that see, see, but that, that messes
0: up all the NBA discussions, though. That messes up all the NBA discussions.
2: There's a yeah. There's so, a perfect world where that happens.
0: Because <laughs> now, say he gets two, even just all ring. But even say he gets two rings with that Lakers team, mm-hmm. and now he's got eight rings. And he was on that Bulls team as like the set, and he's fifty greatest of all time. Now we're here. Now we're talking like, is Pippen no, no. Like, top five of all time because you yeah, uh, no. you, Go ahead.
2: well no, I was going to say you could kind of play a version of the triangle with Scotty and Kobe like oh he would did, he would have
1: been perfect he would have been perfect with
2: now. Jordan and yeah and it just it just blows my mind that that was a possibility.
0: But see, now we don't put. We'll never put. We would never in that alternate reality put Pippin over Jordan. But now no, we're no. But now, no, but now no. we're talking. But now we're talking. Okay, is Pippin top five all time? No, no. But he wins never,
1: eight rings. No, because like they would never do that. Because he would never be over like Larry Bird or anything like that. I this think. Season? I think he would. I think he'd just probably
2: be kind of in the same conversation he is now, with just best small forward of all time. I think be in that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where his his bread and butter is, just that small forward and not not include obviously not including LeBron, but because <laughs> you, you bring LeBron in,
1: it's just it's something not including LeBron, not including Larry Bird and
2: Well yeah, I mean it would be him, it would essentially be him, Larry Bird, and I guess depending on how Kevin you De- feel about Durant- who exactly, oh. Yeah. I think it I think it all depends on like who you feel is actually a small forward. Because, like is uh is like Earl of Pearl Monroe a small forward or it's like uh, I think Earl Monroe was a
1: card. I think you're thinking of uh the Laker guy. The guy that yeah. never won. I think that's who you're thinking about. Elgin Baylor.
2: Or Agent Elgin Baylor. He played power forward too. Um Doctor J. Yeah, Doctor J is Doctor J considered a small forward. I think it, I think you go into that debate. Where you start asking those questions, but I think
0: he When we were kids, that debate was so easy because everybody yeah. everybody had a position and they were yeah. firmly in that position. Yeah. Nowadays, it, nowadays the modern NBA just messes that all up because like mm-hmm. what do you consider Giannis?
2: Right. I think Giannis just literally
0: started a whole season as a point guard. That, like, was that the year that they of... were trying to do that whole just... experiment with him at point guard. But so, so did LeBron. That,
1: you know,
0: LeBron is the point guard this year. Yeah. When,
1: well, his first year, he was a point guard. Yeah, when they thought he was going to be Ricky Davis' a sidekick.
0: <laughs> but no, it messes it up. Because like you have guys who, who basically play four positions during their career. Mm-hmm. Well, LeBron James plays basically every position,
1: honestly. And so, yes, does, so does Giannis.
0: Except for center. Mm-hmm. Giannis yes. brings the ball up a lot. Giannis plays power forward a lot. He plays the three a lot and the two a lot. He just bounces around within the game. And like so he's almost plays positionless. Yeah. Well, what is Kawhi Leonard?
1: Kawhi Leonard is definitely a small forward because I've never seen him play anything else besides.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll play a little power forward, like when they do like small ball lineups. I guess. He'll that. guard the
0: shooting guard if the, the shooting guard is more like, yeah. the shooting guard's the main focus, he'll guard the shooting guard if he has to. Like, Paul George,
1: it swings between small forward and two guard, and then they tried to play him at power forward, and he was like, yeah, I'm not feeling this.
2: Yeah, because Paul George was supposed to be a shooting guard because that mm-hmm. was when they had Danny Granger, and they were supposed to be the double threat. And then Danny Granger went, you know, down, and then and he ended up being a small forward, and then he kind of bounced back and forth between the two.
1: Is Paul George playing two guard on the Clippers? Because the no, Morris is playing forward. power forward. No, isn't the Morris team, um, like starting at the power forward now?
0: Marcus Morris well, plays on... small forward. Markeith mostly yeah. plays power forward.
2: So I think it depends on how Doc feels about lineups. Because Shamit was Ooh. starting a lot too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: So I think it depends on how Doc just feels about who we want to put in the lineup. At this point. And then sometimes he would play uh, he'd play like two guards at one time too to start. And then it'd just be like Paul George and Kawhi and like Montrez Harrow
1: or uh, Zubot. That's a, that's another guy that's going to get played Montrezl Harrow was Zubat. <laughs> Montrez Harrow's a free agent. He's mm-hmm. like an unrestricted free agent.
2: I think he's probably gonna stay though with the Clippers.
1: You don't uh, think he's gonna get like a bag of money? Because I think he's gonna get a bag of money.
0: Like, I think someone's giving him the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I don't think that and I don't think the Clippers will be able to afford to pay him and keep. What I don't think doing. the Clippers are gonna want to pay him. I think the Clippers
1: are gonna try to fill his spot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but who who
2: who would sign him? I don't I don't see a lot yeah, of I, I, I I don't know that. Like, the Knicks no, need don't the don't next need another power forward. Man. They gotta get rid of the ones they have first.
0: <laughs> they, they, the Knicks they, are always in the market for another power forward.
1: The Knicks are in an entanglement with power forwards, man. Power forwards and <laughs> big man.
0: They, 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 got, they, they, they got they got a type. They got They're a
2: type, type like
0: a yeah, we, we we all have that friend who has a type who's like, they we, like already know, we, we already know what their girl is, like looks like before they come around. I love Julius Randle, but if he's your best player, you're in trouble.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the problem is, is Julius Randle is a is a solid power forward. He's a great power forward. Why are you signing like eight other ones? Yeah, <laughs> maybe try to fill out some other positions, Knicks.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand this need of teams. A lot of teams do that too. I know Sacramento was like that too, where they just. They have, like, 30 million cattle space. They're so like, oh, we got to go spend it now immediately on just random
1: players. What is it's RJ just... Barrett's position? Is he a power forward, a small forward? What is RJ shooting, Barrett's position? Shooting he's guard, guard small
0: forward. Yeah. Oh, he's he, a shooting guard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not even know that. He's, he's basically Wiggins. Like, I mean, they, they're built oh, the exact okay. So he's oh, Wiggins. Geez. He's, like, shooting guard small Like, if he gets bolts up a little bit, he can play small forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. But right now, he's a shooting guard.
2: I guess he could play small forward in, like, a small ball lineup.
0: Right now, they play Frank Nelikina. They play him Mm. at the small forward a lot. And they still got Smith, right? Yeah, and for some reason, they decided this year not to play Knox at all. Like, he just can't get on the court. Yeah, the the Knicks are a mess,
1: man. The Knicks are such a mess, man. That whole line.
0: Yeah. Me, uh, we had one of your friends, Raph, on the uh, when you posted the link for our last episode. Who said, "I'm done with the Knicks. I need your guys' to help find another team." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. like our 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 first as a podcast, like public service, is like that we've been asked is like to find somebody another team.
1: I, I mean, I've lived in New York my whole life. I've never rooted for the Knicks. Cause I really, I, 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 always like I can't, I couldn't stand Patrick. Oh,
0: as a, as a, like a Lions fan in the NFL, like all I can t- do to suggest for a Knicks fan is like just pick anyone because there's like nowhere to go but up.
2: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Start rooting for anyone, and you're gonna get you're gonna get more for your entertainment value. You're gonna be, I mean, maybe maybe you don't root for Charlotte.
1: As we or tried to-, to tell you, like. <laughs> New York doesn't give a fuck about the Nets. Ain't no Nick fan ever gonna because nobody in New York cares about. It. Emmanuel was here and he had to he had to tell the fucking cab driver the Nets play. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> the end of yeah. Day went, met in Brooklyn and then we went to the bar. He was like, "Yo, I had to tell the the, the cab driver the Nets play." I was like, "Yo, niggas don't care." And I think we met around the Barclays, and I was like, "People don't care about yeah. the Nets."
0: Now, yeah. Yeah. The ultimate the test of that is going to be next year because when they have a healthy Kyrie and they have a healthy Durant, and say they trade for a Beal. Oh, if it's, they, I'm if, telling if, you. If they, if they can't get attention, what I'm saying is that'll be the ultimate test because like if they can't get attention with that kind of team, three All-Stars and one of them in Durant being like an all-time, probably top 10 great, like you can't, you're never going to have the city.
1: I don't yeah. think you understand. We have... We have like too many teams in New York and it's too much going. on. Like there'll be a big, like there'll be a deal nationally if they have those guys. I'm not saying that. they'll definitely be a big deal nationally, but like the, the Nets, the Nets are behind the Islanders as far as people care in New York, the Islanders, the New York Islanders, the fucking hockey team. Yeah. It's just no one cares about the Nets. Even when um, JZNK was taking them to the finals. People would rather talk about Yankees but um, Yankees, Brewers than when the Nets are in the number one. Where, where, are the Mets, where are the Mets on that list, by the, the way? Mets, the Mets are right behind. The, it's, it goes like this. The Yankees are number one. The Yankees are number one. Then it's the Giants. Then it's the, the Knicks. Then it's the Mets. Then it's the Jets. And then you get to the hockey teams. And then you get to St. John's. And then you get to the Nets. The Nets are behind St. John's University. I'm not making that up. No,
0: I mean, well, I'm not, well, and the yeah. problem is because the Nets literally just became a New York team. Like they were a New Jersey team. They were the New Jersey Nets.
1: No, but yeah. the, the, but the but New still, Jersey Dev, the New Jersey Devils are a New Jersey team. Yeah, it's true.
2: Yeah, and, and, and still, it's not like New Jersey is that far off. Most people no, in New not. Jersey are in New York for the most part.
1: Like I could get to New Jersey quicker than I could get to Manhattan because yeah. New Jersey's right across the bridge. It's not yeah. that far.
2: So most people that probably either live in New Jersey or live in New York probably either work in the other. Like,
1: like either what New is it, Jersey or New York. What's the, what's the worst team in Chicago, Emmanuel? Is it the White Sox? Is the, the White Sox the team nobody cares about in Chicago?
2: A team that no one cares? It's probably like a soccer team. Probably like the fire.
1: Chicago fire. I'd probably well, say yeah we're probably talking about
0: like, like the major for the major four sports
1: the four the four major sports so we're just talking about bulls Baseball. bears
2: and socks and then uh, uh ho- ho- hawks home. and
0: cubs
2: i i would say i would say the cubs is probably number one
0: mm-hmm.
2: just because i know when i used to work i used to work for the cubs People would come all over just to go to Wrigley Field. Like it wasn't okay. even about the Cubs; it was just about going to Wrigley Field. Okay. And and then it's probably it's probably between Bears and Bulls. I think I think whoever it probably probably the Bears is probably more most most known. And then it's and then it's like the White Sox and Bulls it's kinda of like a level playing field just because teams constantly do, you know, good. When the Bears when the Bears are doing good, everybody focus on them or when when the Sox is doing good and the Cubs are doing good, people focus on them. But I know with baseball it's like, you know, you either a Sox fan or Cubs fan. So then there's that that kind of thing. It's that kind of split where it's not necessarily the same thing in like New York or LA who got two teams. So it's kind of that split, too. But I know from, like, a global standpoint, the Cubs is probably – it is above the Sox just from, like, people – like I said, people from all over come just to, just to come to Wrigley Field.
0: And gl- and globally, it's, it's – the Bulls are above the Sox as well. Because, I mean, globally, the Bulls are – Yeah. Like yeah, if absolutely. Go, if you go to yeah. any li- lids in the country – They're going to have three teams' basketball hats, and it's the Bulls, the Celtics, and the Lakers.
2: The Celtics and the Lakers, yeah. And that's just because of Michael Jordan.
0: That's all because of Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll have some Knicks stuff. I'll tell you what, they don't have Pistons hats here in Virginia Beach, the Lids. (laughs) That's true. Well, I think think for Detroit, it's all
1: about the bad boys. Even, like, the the Ben Wallace team is not the bad boys. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think the problem is is both both of those teams that won championships they won without having like really a star. Yeah, like, the, so they were they were great NBA teams. Like yeah. uh, we're we're late in the podcast for me to bring it up, but I'll still bring it up. I watched a video the other day. And it was an SB Nation video, and they were asking, "Is that that '91 Pistons team?" The okay. greatest basketball team of all time. Based, <laughs> no, <laughs> based based on like one through twelve, like the fact that like one through twelve, like all their guys could start in place of each other. They didn't not, win in ninety one. They're not ninety one. The ninety two. The ninety two team. Eighty nine. Eighty nine.
2: Eighty nine. Ninety.
0: But it was their yeah. final championship team, and they was asking, "Hey, is this the best team on?" And it was going by that's stupid, and I hate the argument because I hate the I hate when it's brought up for Dallas, based on who they beat. Because that year they beat the Lakers with Magic, the, the Lakers Lakers. with Bird, no, no, and, no, and no. Jordan and Jordan no, with no. the Bulls.
1: Magic Johnson blew out his Achilles, in the, his he yeah, got yeah into the that's why they lost. It. Yeah. Yes, that's he,
0: he, he, yes,
1: Magic Johnson.
0: Yes, he, but on paper, for like kids who just go back and look at it. They look at that Pistons team and they say, "Oh my God, they beat the, they beat Magic and the Lakers, they beat Bird and the Celtics, and they beat Jordan and the Bulls in the same playoff run." It's the thing yeah. that Bill Simmons always says: like, there's a world where twenty
1: years from now, somebody looks at Karl Malone's stats and say he's one of the ten best players of all time, but we were mm-hmm. there. We know he's not.
0: The Detroit right. Pistons are not the best team of all. Time. We're we're already seeing it with uh Dirk, with Dirk in that Dallas playoff run. Where everybody's like, oh, they beat LeBron. They beat Kobe. They beat, I forget who are the well, other now, team was. So what you're talking about is
1: uh, Kevin Durant responded to, someone said Dirk Nowitzki's one title is more important than Kevin Durant's two titles. And I said, I don't agree with that. But if that's what you want to think, you want to think. And then they brought up Kevin Durant's road.
0: Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, And they and they brought up they brought up Dirk's road that year and said, hey, look, he beat Kobe. He beat that he beat OKC so team. Random. He beat he beat uh, LeBron and like so. It's the same argument that oh look who he beat. Who else is, who else has had to beat all those guys in the same playoff run and did it? Yeah, but that that was just a
1: uh, was a good team, but that was a lot about the LeBron James. Like no top ten NBA player of all time has ever had a finals as bad as LeBron James did.
0: against I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree. It's 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 but like we were talking about with the Carl Malone thing. Like on paper, kids who weren't there, people who were too young, who were in our group, who were like in their early twenties, something. Like they look at that and they say, "Oh my god, that must be the that must be the case." Because like, look who he beat. But for those of us who watched it, we know that that playoffs that playoffs was a bad playoffs. Like a lot of the guys, top guys, didn't give their best effort in that. Well, like, I, Dirk, I just, like Dirk, like Dirk won it, I, and that's great, and that's nice. But like that wasn't, it wasn't what we saw with Durant, where he dominated. Where he he Durant the year that he won the years that he won the finals that he won two. He won two. Team, yeah, he faced mm-hmm. Kobe. He faced LeBron at like the top of LeBron. Like LeBron was given um, given thirty every one of those games, and he'd give thirty one. He'd give thirty two. Like Durant, those were special. Like those were like his like Durant
1: is like
0: he's got Stephen Curry and Clay
1: Thompson on that team.
0: Yep. So that's what people hold against Durant. Yeah, but but for any of us who watched it, we saw him go head to head with LeBron and be better than LeBron.
2: Yeah, but that's a cliche though because when he was with OKC, he went head to head against LeBron. And he was fine, so I don't. I hate. I kind of hate that part too because, yeah, he went head to help with LeBron, but he had more help than LeBron did. Obviously, that, See, that I, Golden
1: State team is way better than that Cleveland team. So yeah. Well, do you, it, do you think if they if you flip LeBron and Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant would have won the finals? No. If you switching, in well, is just switching spots. Like, well, LeBron's that's why. State. That's why I agree. Yeah, that's why I agree with yeah. you. I don't think he outplayed LeBron. I think like he, yeah. was, I think he was dominant, but he played with fucking Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. It it was kind of easier
2: for him to just be dominant because he played with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond. Green, and one of those,
1: yeah, LeBron didn't have Kyrie Irving. That's the game yeah. where, he, where he had to like look, man. I've never seen anybody play better than LeBron played in that first game again of the finals that they lost. We had like we have, like fifty three. Yep. And that's why I
0: don't. That's why I don't hold any of those finals against the Warriors against LeBron, like in the way of in a comparison. No, I only
1: I only hold the the Dallas one against them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just Dallas. Yeah. I, I don't most, hold the Spurs ones against them, because
0: especially yeah, after I mean, they added Durant, I watched those. We all watched those games, and once they added Durant, LeBron was LeBron could have put up sixty or seventy in those games, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. I tell you who I'll hold the Spurs one against. I hold that, that second Spurs one is against Dwayne
1: Wade. Like he yeah. just became washed up in that finals for whatever reason. I think the second that, Wade,
0: yeah. Yeah. Wade just he disappeared about- on LeBron.
1: Yeah. And that's and- why LeBron left, because he became an yeah.
2: old man. That's what I was about to say. You could tell that's when LeBron was like time to go.
0: <laughs> and he did it overnight. Like he was like like earlier in that playoffs, Wade was it was still a two person team. Like Wade and LeBron were still Batman and Robin. And then just for whatever reason, by the time they got to the Spurs, Wade just didn't have anything in the gas tank. Well, if you guys remember that, yeah, Dwayne Wade didn't play against
1: round, in round one against, uh, oh. was it the Bobcats, remember? Yeah. Because they didn't need him against the Bobcats. And then, like, he played in the next two rounds, and then, like, what, whatever, for whatever reason, when they got to the Spurs, he just turned into an old man.
0: He was missing yeah. layups, yeah.
1: he was missing free throws, yeah. like – the most I remember LeBron thing,
0: looking at him, like,
1: perplexed, like, what, what's going on? The most ridiculous thing about LeBron James is Andre Iguodala and Kawhi Leonard have MVPs against LeBron James for holding LeBron James to, like, 33 points. Right.
2: It's like, did you really do that much? Nah. <laughs> he was averaging, like, 30-something. It was the, it's the same thing with, like, uh, with Kevin Durant and how uh, when he was with OKC. And the heat, and everybody was like, oh, woo, woo, woo. But it was like Kevin Durant was averaging 30 in that final. Well, the
1: problem with that finals was that, for whatever reason, Harden did not show up. Sorry. Harden oh, did not show up. That goes back to that that whole thing about James Harden, that knock against him. Because there was one game that Russell Westbrook had like 44, and they should have won, but I think James yeah. Harden won 12 or 14 points. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, too, because that year, like, James Harden, like... You, you he was the reason to beat the Spurs. He was the reason to beat yeah. the Spurs. Yeah, James was Harden like, was beat the,
2: the Spurs. Yeah, it was kind of like maybe he isn't what, you know, that knock against him was. Because that, that knock goes all the way back to college, that he can't get it done majorly. So maybe, you know, that year it was like, oh, maybe he can do it. And then the finals happen.
0: All right, guys. We when we're have. getting close to the uh, end yep, of the podcast. Yeah. Hopefully, by next week, we'll be uh, a little bit closer to, the, to getting some games Thanks. in. Next, now I don't know if you guys have been watching. Real quick, before we go, last night I watched live and I watched live basketball. You watched the it basketball was, tournament with Joe Johnson. It was like no, it was like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm on the ESPN app. I'm up drawing. And they've got New Zealand Pro Basketball off.
1: I was not up at four o'clock watching New Zealand Pro Basketball.
0: The winning team, not the winning team not only wins the game, not only gets their paycheck, the winning team gets Sal's New York authentic pizza. They literally get rewarded with pizza for winning games.